Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to the Wednesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. We're here every single morning on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM. Okay, I got a bunch of things to get to on the show today. I've got three picks for you. I got a lean to give you. I got a game I'm going to rant about here for a second that I'm annoyed with in the NHL that we'll talk about. But just here at the top, let me tell you what we are giving away in the month of February. I should have the winner for January's contest coming up probably tomorrow. And that is going to be the Amari Cooper autographed signed Dallas Cowboys jersey. The prize we are giving away for the month of February is an autographed Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey for the Milwaukee Bucks. How about that? (laughs) That is awesome. So if you want to enter into that contest, it is very simple and easy. Okay. You must be a subscriber to this podcast, but I'm guessing you are if you're listening to this podcast. You go and leave a review on Apple or Stitcher. And you go ahead and screenshot the review that you leave. Positive, negative, doesn't matter. You take that screenshot, go to bettingpros.com slash juice, and you fill out the little form and you are in. If you have already done that, you are already in. So don't worry about it. Every month, we're going to pull this just for being a daily juice listener. And well, really cool stuff for Giannis jersey to be given away. I want a Steph Curry jersey. That's the next thing that I want to see us give away. I'm currently watching Steph Curry go crazy against the Boston Celtics. This is a game that I thought about betting tonight. I'm glad that I did not because it's a whale of a game. I'm glad I have no money on it because if I did have money on it, I'd be sweating it like crazy because it's a great back and forth battle. Steph has been outstanding for the Warriors. We do have that future wager on the Warriors to win more than 36 games. So a part of me kind of wants the Warriors to win, but it's my team against the Boston Celtics. So it's kind of like, I don't know what to do, but great night last night. If it wasn't for Tennessee, <laughs> the, the collapse of the volunteers, I would have been 7-0 yesterday. That would have been a 7-0 day instead of a 5-2 day. But look, it's cool when you have some bad news pop up early in the day with the Islanders getting their game canceled due to COVID-19 problems with the Buffalo Sabres. It depends upon your book. Okay, my book just takes a two-leg parlay and flips it into a one-leg money line and you get the odds that you bet the one leg at. So I had it in minus 180 for the Montreal Canadiens who win five to three in their game against Vancouver. So I cashed that, but it could just refund your wager if depending on the book. So know your house rules and just, it's important to know that. So that was a good start. We got the three team teaser in college basketball at plus two thirty. We hit that. Now, I'm not going to do that very often. We didn't need to tease it, all right? That's part of the thing when people will tell you about college basketball is that that's why teasers in college basketball, it's a four-point teaser. They don't work. It's not smart because we didn't need to do it. Baylor covered easily, okay, against Texas. Nevada covered easily against UNLV. Toledo covered easily against Akron. The over in that game also hit. So that was nice. So a three in one night with plus money on the plus 230. Look, that's awesome, right? I mean, that's just a really cool day, a really cool night, up money. We needed it, get some plus money out of it. So I I love the day. So here we are on a Wednesday, and I want to take a quick second here to talk about something that's important. A couple of you guys are new 
And I have this running joke where don't buy picks. It's not a joke per se, but I, I pull it out every once in a while when I talk about don't buy anyone who is trying to sell you a subscription service. Do not buy it. Do not buy anyone who's trying to give you picks and packages. I have friends of mine who are handicappers. They get very mad at me when I say this because it's their business model. But we have sort of a love-hate relationship over this topic. I don't think it's worth it. They say, hey, if I do work, if I go ahead and put my blood, sweat, and tears into grinding it out, I should be compensated for that work if I am winning. I would say yes, okay? But I often come back and say, hey, it's great when you build a community of your subscribers who pay you and whatnot, but there are plenty of people out there, this podcast, that would never ask you to spend a dime. You don't need to buy picks. If you're down 10 bucks already, if it's your 110 to the books 100, you add on what you've bought the pick for, 25 bucks, what a 10 bucks, whatever it is, you're already down. Now you're paying minus 120 juice on a game that should be minus 110, right? Doesn't make a lot of sense in the long term. Sure, it's great to cash, it's great to feel that moment of victory, but it's not really worth it. It's not smart in the long term. Subscription services are the same thing. You just don't need to pay anybody to give you picks. You don't need it, okay? One of the things that people get stuck on a lot of times and they just don't do the math out to realize, hmm, maybe if I overcome with a big parlay hit or a big whale hit, as some people will call it, yeah, maybe, okay, once in a while, but this is hard, okay? Gambling is really, really hard. And I will never ask you to spend any money to get anything that I ever do. Now, I have no clue what the long-term plans are for betting pros, okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm part of the board of directors, and I know that one day they will never, ever have any type of service where you pay them for information. I don't know that, okay? I'm just going to tell you that I won't be a part of that. I will never sell picks. I will never sell information. You will never have to pay me to get access to me. I believe in free, 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 everything. And it's just me. I don't bring on other people. I don't need other people. I can do this podcast all by myself. I don't need other people to come on to talk. We'll use bookmakers and experts for once in a while. Dan Harris can join us once in a while. But for the vast majority of the 212 times this podcast has come out, today it's 213, it's been me. Just me. So this is the fun. It's me and it's you. You're in your car. You're listening to this wherever you may be cup of coffee, on your run, walking the dog, whatever you're doing. This is me. This is you. And then we go in the Discord channel and we have conversations and we sweat games and we have fun. This is what we do. Okay. This is what's unique. This is what's fun. And this is why we're building all sorts of wonderful things. I'm getting all this gear sent to my house for the live stream for the Super Bowl. And every time I open up another box, I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? I've got awesome things sitting here right now in this office that I cannot wait to show you guys on the live stream on Sunday, 4.30 Eastern to 5.30. It's going to be really cool. Dan Harris and I are taping tomorrow the podcast for the props. It'll drop on Thursday. You will get two podcasts on Thursday. We're going to put it on this feed for the Daily Juice, and I'll give you a quicker, shorter, you know, five to ten minutes just so, well... (laughs) I was going to make a joke there, but I won't. And so we'll we'll have that for you on Thursday for the props, as well as a Daily Juice Picks podcast coming up. So two podcasts for you, a special 
uh, Super Bowl version, and then your typical Daily Juice podcast. So that's all coming up. If you haven't entered into the Super Bowl Squares contest that we got going on, we've got all sorts of fun things. First 100 guys get in. It could be full, but the easiest way to go and find all the information, including the link, is to go to bettingpros.com slash chat. If you aren't in the Discord already, go in the Discord and then search betting pros. All right. You want to swipe right all the way to the right and search betting pros on all the users. You'll see all their posts and you will see the link to apply for to get into the contest for the Super Bowl for squares. So very cool, very fun, very exciting. Looking forward to all of this really great excitement for Super Bowl week. Okay. So as I said, three and one yesterday on the podcast, up plus money was a very nice day. Let's talk about the picks today. I've got three games uh, in total, two games in college basketball, and one game in the NHL, and then one lean. All right, let's start with the lean here. Alabama at home against LSU. The number's eight and a half. It's kind of heavy, right? It's heavy. Bama killed LSU in their last matchup, and LSU is not a bad basketball team. They want revenge. This is an in-game, all right? Watching the first four to five minutes of this game, I will be involved in this game. I will bet this game, but I will bet this game in-game. And I will find a number that I like. I, I hope for a fast start for LSU. I hope I get a number that's down, you know, three, three and a half, somewhere in that range for Bama. I think they win the game at home. But like we saw with the Kentucky game, they had to really run it out in the last five minutes to get there. They played Oklahoma. They're coming off of a loss. Maybe the wheels come off a little bit with Alabama. The shine comes off just a little bit of this team against the spread. So I'm going to say in-game it. All right. That's the lean. Bama in-game. Hopefully you get a better number than eight and a half. There is a big number I'm going to lay, though. And that is Houston on the road at East Carolina. Somebody DM'd me the other day when I called them Eastern Carolina. And they're like, come on, Matt, they're not Eastern Carolina. And I should know that because my radio show is on in that market in North Carolina for East Carolina. My show is on the flagship station for East Carolina football for the Pirates. So I should know how to say East Carolina. But East Carolina is atrocious. They are really bad. So get this. The number is 15 and a half. And the total is 129 and a half. Are you serious? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely nuts that you have a double digit spread and the total there is at 129. Now, you might go, well, why would that be, Matt? It's because Houston is playing at a ridiculously slow pace. They are 307th right now in possessions per game. Defensively, they are tremendous. They rebound as well as anybody in many of their blowouts. They're not outscoring people like 110 to 50. They're just outworking them and they're holding them to like 45, 50 points. And then they're winning the game, you know, 70 to 50. And that's how they're covering. They don't play up tempo. East Carolina does not have an offense really worth talking about. Okay. They're just not good. And if you want to bet the team total, if you want to bet the under for East Carolina, I don't have it yet, but I'll be curious to see what the what the total is going to be for East Carolina team total. It's going to be pretty darn low in this game. Overall, Houston unders, they are 10 and 6 to the under this year, okay? East Carolina is 7 and 4 to the under this year. So they play slow. 
Houston has the offense. I mean, they held SMU to 48 points. They scored 70. They hold Tulane to 60. They scored 83. They hold Temple to 51. They scored 68. On the other side, East Carolina scored 68 points in a loss to Tulsa, 64 points in a loss to Central Florida, 53 points in a loss to Memphis, uh, 63 points in a loss to South Florida. Okay, 56 points to Tulane. They finally beat. They have a win in the last game on December 22nd was the last time they won a basketball game. They won 68-58, scored 68 points in that game. So their team total is going to be somewhere around like, I don't know, 55, 50. I mean, with a 16, 15 and a half point line. I mean, my goodness gracious. Houston just is playing really, really well right now. And I mean, they've covered in six straight games, seven of eight. It's a big number. I get it. But I mean, this is a bad East Carolina team. They are horrific. They're three and eight to the number on top of it. They're a bad team. I'm going to lay the 15 and a half Houston minus 15 and a half for a half a unit. The other half a unit, we're going to the Creighton Blue Jays against Georgetown. This game scares me. The Blue Jays are favored by 13 and a half or 14 in this game. Georgetown has some length that is a little bit concerning. And the way the Jays have played against the number, equally concerning. This Creighton basketball team is getting a little bit overinflated. I'm not really in love right now with the way the Jays are playing, but Georgetown is not good. So the Jays right now to the number are 7-10. and 10. Georgetown is 6-6. Six and six. Georgetown has covered their last two games against Providence and Syracuse. Three out of the last four, they have covered. The Jays have not covered well. They are 1-4 against the number over their last five. They were 10.5 point favorites against DePaul last time out on the road. They won by seven. They were two-point favorites against Seton Hall. They won by four. They covered that game. But then the two previous home games, Connecticut and Providence, they didn't cover. And then Butler on the road, they didn't cover. They lost two of those three games on top of that. The Blue Jays defensively are playing much better this year than they have. But Georgetown is not horrible. They are the one thing they're not good at, though. They're not great at at stopping the three point shot, which is a little bit concerning here to me. I think the Jays are going to shoot fairly well today against Georgetown. They're giving up 73.6 points per game. They're scoring 71.6 points per game. Now, the Blue Jays, as I said, have tried to work really hard on their defense. They're giving up about 69 points per game. That's 131st. That's not awesome. But defensive efficiency. Not horrible. Opposing field goal percentage. They're in the top 40 for opposing field goal percentage. In Georgetown, effective field goal percentage is in the 200s for their offense. The Jays on the other side are 56.7% for effective field goal percentage. That's 11th best in the country. Total is 149.5. I'm going to play the over here. And I'm going to hope that it's either a big first half or a big second half. One of the two for both teams. So hopefully Georgetown can get rolling here. Hopefully they can rebound and they can put some baskets in. The Jays are not great at stopping the three, seven. They give up 7.5 three-pointers per game. Georgetown hits 8.7 threes per game. On the other side, the Jays hit 9.9 threes per game. That's 16th best in the country. And Georgetown hit, uh, gives up 8.2 threes per game. So what I'm hoping for is a three-point shooting barrage for both teams And we go over here. I don't like the 14 or 13 and a half points. I think the Jays could cover it, but it feels a little heavy to me. 
and I'm just not sold on the Jays' ability to cover these numbers. They haven't been good against the spread. So we're going to stay away from that. We're going to go over 149.5. Normally, I'm playing first half overs, but we've been burned by the Jays with having a couple. I mean, they have one great half a game, and Georgetown has one bad half a game. So hopefully they continue to like combine Georgetown's bad half with the Jays' good half, and we get a lot of points from Creighton. And then the other side, they return the favor, and we go over. We're going over the Jays, 149.5 for Creighton and Georgetown here with that game in Omaha. One game in the NHL to talk about. But before I give you the pick, there's two games in the league. Tampa Bay and Detroit is unbettable. This is they have put this to be a place where you're going to have to pay so much juice to pay to to play this hockey game. I'm so frustrated with this game because I want to play the puck line, but you're going to have to pay juice on the puck line to bet Tampa. No, not doing that. The over is juice to minus 120 at five and a half. Detroit doesn't score and Tampa hasn't been scoring I mean, a ton either. They can go off and score fast. So that's the scary part about playing the under for them. But can Detroit score? Tampa on the money line, though, is minus 335. I mean, how do you play that? You can't play that. That's just ridiculous. So I'm I'm very frustrated with the Tampa game with, with, with the Red Wings. I thought about doing a two-team money line parlay like I've done, but I mean, I, I don't like doing that, okay? That's not smart. You guys know that I don't like doing that. It can burn us. It hit a couple times, and why not? Let's not tempt fate here. So I'm just going to pass on Tampa and Detroit and look at Boston taking on the Flyers. I think this game at five and a half, I think this game goes over. The total for Boston has hit in four of the last six games. Boston on the road is 2-1-2. and two. At home, Phillies 5-1. and one. I don't have a great feel for this. This is an old-school rivalry, but I don't think Philly plays much defense. The offense for Boston, they've needed it because they went down 3-0 both times against Washington, and then they came back and tied the game 3-3. They split that series. But it was wild to watch Boston just kind of like, what are you doing? They lost 4-3, and they won 5-3 the last two games. They scored four goals against Pittsburgh, three goals against Pittsburgh, six goals against Philly, and then five goals against Philly in wins. So Boston won 6-1 and 5-4 against the Philadelphia Flyers. I think we're in for another one of these 5-4 type of games here today. Doesn't really matter who's in net for either team. I think the offense is pasta's back for Boston, which is gigantic for their offensive firepower. I'm going over five and a half goals here for Boston and Philadelphia. I think the books haven't really caught up yet when it comes to Boston's firepower, given where they were earlier in the year. I think they're turning a corner here. So we're going over five and a half goals for a half a unit. Like I mentioned, I've got that half other unit hanging out there. I never like to have that half unit hanging out there. But the Bama game is looking like it in play for me against LSU. I will watch that. I will get involved with that game. Once the game tips off and I get a better number, I need an in-game bet. I can't I can't lay in half with Alabama. It just feels too heavy for me right now with the way they're playing. So to recap the plays here, Houston minus 15 and a half, the over 149 and a half for the Creighton Blue Jays in Georgetown and the Bruins and the Flyers over five and a half goals in the NHL. We've got a lot to come tomorrow. You guys are going to get two different podcasts from me coming up tomorrow on a Thursday. Well, I guess it will be on a, yeah, for... For a Thursday, we'll have two podcasts, both the Props Podcast and we'll have the Daily Juice. As I mentioned, a quick little Daily Juice picks and plays coming up for a Thursday. I'm Matt Perot. 
follow me on Twitter. Enter the contest for the Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey. And hopefully tomorrow I'll announce the winner of the Amari Cooper autograph signed jersey for the Dallas Cowboys. Every single morning, you guys know where we are. We're right here on bettingpros.com. For the Daily Juice, brought to you by BetMGM. <laughs>